And now for the politically incorrect radio podcast host you've grown to know to love, Andrew Andy Schechter with EA Truth Radio and Eternal Affairs Media. Thank you for tuning in and helping to keep the truth online. Good evening, and welcome to Politically Incorrect for September the 21st, 2023. Tonight's topic is sleuthing of the truth. Brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com, also known as EA Truth Media. Your host tonight is myself, Andrew Schechter, author of Dark Water, game over, and two-time delegate for Donald Trump to the Republican National Convention. Should you feel led to plant a financial seed in our media ministry, please visit donate.eamedia.online or premium.eamedia.online. Please help keep the truth online. It is a special through next year, through November of 2024. You can get a discount using code Trump. 2024 for one month free of our website's Truth Premium. That's from now until election time next year. Okay. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Marilyn. We'll build this up yet. All right. We'll stop for a moment for a prayer. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Tonight, as good Christians, we should be praying. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask all my listeners to follow through as well. You know, Heavenly Father, we call ourselves Christians, a lot of us, and others are devout to their religion, whatever it might be. And yet we look at immigration and look at the the illegal immigrants as garbage. But they're not. They're human beings that don't understand what it means to come to the United States when you're not wanted. So, Heavenly Father, we pray, we pray that you shine the light in these folks before they come over the border. And for those that are already over, please guide and steer them to something more bountiful than they had in their country that they came from. It's sad because they are women, there's children, there's families. They risk death coming over. And while we certainly can't handle the load of immigration... They don't deserve what they're getting either, yet we can't provide what they need. Heavenly Father, please help us sort all this out and save these innocent victims. We pray in your glorious name, O Lord. Amen. One-time donors this month, uh, Andy, Dave, Marcy, Lisa, current Truth Premium subscribers we have is David, Bruce, Gary, Jeff, and patrons, Dan, and Chaplain Jim. So I'm going to ask for a, a very special uh, thing. Maybe you folks can uh, can help me. I'm going to get a little bit of a prayer to uh, get me through the the um, the week coming up. We have our fair, by the way. There will be no. I say again, there will be no podcast next Thursday because next Thursday we will be at the fair with my author booth that I run. Assuming I don't drop dead first, I've got a really bad. I don't know what it is. It's not COVID, but it, it's something. And it's actually what, believe it or not, what brought brought up the topic for tonight's uh, show. 
So I'm just, you know, say a little prayer that this gets cleaned up and we can run this. There's a lot of people that are counting on me and counting on this, on this, on this fair to make, get their books known. I'm doing this for the others, not for myself. And I'm, you know, hoping that I get better. I, I got the, the weirdest thing. It was, it was really bad. I thought it was COVID at first, but I had to go for a test for something else. And when the, and the doctor said, yeah, just c come on over and then we'll check you out. And it's not COVID. So I don't know what it is, but it's terrible. It's really bad. But I learned one thing. There's always an interesting story. You know, every week I've got an interesting story. <clears throat> the interesting story is that I think it was Tuesday night. I went up to bed. My wife was complaining the night before when I first got sick. I've been sick since pretty much all weekend, a little bit in the last weekend. She said, you know, you kept me up all night last, last, last night. I said, did I? I didn't realize that. So I got in bed and boy, I was feeling terrible. I was sweating. It was horrible. So my wife grabs a thermometer, stick it in my mouth. I had three thermometers. They're all broken. All the ones that are non-contact or every one of them was broken. I don't get it. So I stuck one of the old fashioned not in my mouth. And I was coming up and during the day, I had about 101 temperature. It was up to 102.1. It was now two o'clock in the morning. And I said, you know what? This, I got to bring this down. I, we've got no hospitals. They closed all our hospitals and all our emergency medical care facilities. So I got 30 minutes to get to the hospital. I'll probably be dead by then with this temperature. So I said, you know what? People say you take an ice bath when you have a fever and it brings it down. Well, I didn't have the time to find all the enough ice cubes and go out and get a bag of ice cubes for that. But it was 42 degrees outside. So I went outside in my skivvy, sat in the porch swing and took a nap for about a half an hour. And I felt really good. Believe it or not, I felt really good after that. Well, I came back in, took my temperature, 98.1. So if you ever need to bring a bring a, uh, uh, I guess you folks in Florida can't do this, but if, you ever, if you're not in Florida and you ever need to bring a, a temperature down, but that's the way to do it. I, I couldn't believe how effective it was. It was unbelievable. So I'm a little hoarse right now. I'm sure you can hear that. But anyway, we'll get through this. So what else do I have to say before we start our main, our main pitch here? Um, let's see. So <clears throat> the, uh, this whole thing's got me to thinking is I had just, I was going to get my flu shot. I'm one of the people that gets the flu shot, even though I know they're no good. And, and I'll tell you why in a minute, but I get it anyway. I have no idea why I got the pneumonia shot because I had pneumonia twice and I'm getting older. That may actually be somewhat useful. I don't know. But I had, hadn't gone yet for the flu shot because they were closed and they closed early. Couldn't get in and get it. But I got this flu. But I got to thinking, you know, how, you know, how much information do, do we have on different things? We have so much information on the flu. We have so much information on you know, shingles and uh, polio. And I mean, all these diseases. We can we can write give statistics, but you can't give statistics for the you know COVID. It just doesn't they're not there. The only statistics you have are you know were you vaccinated, were you not vaccinated, did you get sick, did you die, you know, and that kind of thing. They never say what you know, what happens when you take the vaccine after the fact. They never track these people down the road like what happens 30, 60, 90 days after you get the vaccination. They never track that. And yet they were supposed to. And this was actually considered a trial when they went into that. They were supposed to track that. And they never did. I think they'd be shocked if they if they actually had done that. So a couple of interesting things. Now, you know, the, they talk about the, the flu shot. The flu shot doesn't guarantee you're not going to get the flu. 
the flu shot doesn't even guarantee that it's going to be less uh, bad for you. I mean, that it, it, it's going to have you know fewer symptoms. Doesn't even guarantee that. And the interesting thing about the flu shot is that statistically, and they actually have the, the statistics out there. The statistics say that the odds of the flu shot actually working when during flu season are between five and fifteen percent. Five and fifteen percent. And yet, religiously, people go out and get their flu shots. I do, and I I don't know why either. So I started thinking about other things, and I said, you know what? Most people don't go out and actually actually dig up the truth. Now we're going to go into a little bit of the things that that really intrigue me. Some of the things really scared me. The more I, I delved delved into this, and believe me, when you got whatever I had, and you're trying to dig up information for your podcast, that's not a fun thing. Believe me. So couple of things and another thing that brought me to this show tonight was a light bulb not the kind of light bulb you get in your head where it pops up in a cartoon fashion but a real light bulb so i've been reading about what low pressure and high pressure sodium lamps are all going out of style they're all going to led lamps these days because they're supposedly more efficient and I, and I know that there was also a ban placed on them back in August on, on regular incandescent lamps. But there wasn't. So I started looking it up. And, you know, everybody says, oh, there was a ban placed on incandescent lamps back in August. And there wasn't. So you have to go sleuthing. Again, that's why I'm, this is called Sleuthing the Truth, this show. When you go digging, what you find out is that there's not a ban on light bulbs of any kind. <clears throat> What there is, is a restriction on the manufacture and import of light bulbs that are not efficient. Now, I started looking at this. This is kind of interesting. This is where we're headed. And this relates to the uh, 2020 elections as well. I mean, this relates to everything. And it's going to get better. You'll, 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 you'll understand in a minute why I'm really scared about this. So they said you can't have more than 45 lumens per watt, or, or less than 45 lumens per watt. And it's irrelevant what that is but it's the amount of light that a lamp puts out per watt of electricity there are very few light bulbs out there that pass that the incandescent bulbs do not pass that test so what did they do what effectively banned incandescent light bulbs because they can't meet the standards you know, and I researched, the more I researched, the more I realized that the federal government has never banned, has virtually never banned anything that, you know, any device or any product or any anything other than drugs. They have drugs that are banned. But aside from the from drugs, there's they've not banned anything. All they've done is set unrealistic restrictions on them. Because now suddenly no manufacturer or importer can meet those standards unless they sell you LED bulbs. Isn't that interesting? I got to thinking, what else has been on that chopping block? Well, automobiles have been on that chopping block. They don't have to set restrictions. They've never said you can't buy a Ford F-150 gas guzzler. Nobody has ever said that. The federal government has not said that. Don't believe it. What the federal government says is you can't manufacture, sell, or import any vehicles that get less than 35 miles per gallon. 
and it's going to go up to 45 in 2030. There ain't no automobile running on gasoline that's going to meet those standards, folks. Hi, Eric. So what have they done? They effectively banned the sale of automobiles that are inefficient. And when that standard goes up to 45, 55 miles per gallon, the only vehicles that will allow, be allowed to be able to be sold in this country will be electric cars. So they're not saying you've got to buy an electric car. They're just saying that if, that if your gas guzzler can't meet those gas, those unrealistic gas standards that they've set, that you can't drive it and you can't buy it and you can't import it. Think about that. Again, for Eric, I was just saying that there's been absolutely nothing in this country that's been banned. But they put unrealistic restrictions on it. When the emission standards came in, they came into the various states and they said, look, you can have any kind of cars you want in your state, but if they don't meet the emission standards, you're not going to get federal transportation funds. Guess what? Cars became instantly banned in the states without being banned. You can't meet the standards. You can't pass your car on an inspection. It goes in a junkyard. Now, I'm going to throw out my little, before I forget, because I always forget, the most important thing is making sure our sponsors are taken care of. And friends, you know, the entire world is experiencing food shortages, supply chain breakdowns continue, have a domino effect on everything, especially in food production. Farmers can't plant as many crops because of fertilizer shortages, forced regulations and high fuel prices. It's going to cause more and more painful food shortages. And I've seen this at the store. You go there, there's nothing on the shelves or very restricted items. Food takes time to grow. So if farmers don't plant, months later, we don't eat. Best to prepare yourself. You can go to to uh, invest in a ready hour emergency food from My Patriot Supply, which is a really great company. It's a hedge against the skyrocketing prices and shortages. If you like right now, you can save $50 on a four-week supply food kit from My Patriot Supply. Let's go to prep, P-R-E-P, prep.eamedia.online. Get your $50 savings on four-week emergency food kits that average over 2,000 calories per day. That's prep.eamedia.online. So you never know what's coming next. Best to be prepared now, shouldn't you? All right, so here's the deal. Yeah, over my... Well, yeah, the problem is, the problem is, Eric, and Eric's saying that he's going to, he's going to, Stick with his internal combustion. And you can stick with your car that you have now. They have never, other than when they did cash for clunkers, which is one of the most evil things they've done in the, in the, in the history of the United States, practically against us. You're allowed to keep that vehicle. They'll encourage you to get rid of it you know, with the best of them. But you won't. Yeah, big scam. It actually, it absolutely was. And, you know, what they're what they're doing is they're, is they're trying to restrict the auto sales of various automobiles obviously they don't want they don't want to get the old ones off the road because they they don't like them but i was saying as i was saying the um they never restricted they never said light bulbs incandescent light bulbs have been banned all they said was you can't buy sell or import any light bulb that doesn't meet these standards of 45 lumens per watt unfortunately the only bulbs that meet that are leds you know and then they and then they had um uh, they, they made exceptions for oven lights because leds don't work in an oven and except for some other things that are their specialty bulbs but they never banned them you know <clears throat> you know and you want to think about what they're saying like look at the mail-in ballot situation in 2020 right so it's the same thing you know you get you got to dig for the truth because what they'll say is, and what they've done, what got Donald Trump in trouble, 
was that he said that you know we've the the uh, election was rigged and he wanted a recount you know yeah jay leno with class well they'll, they'll, they're not going to ban joanne says what about jay leno with his classic cars yeah they're not going to ban the ones you already have they're banning the import sale or or um, purchase of new vehicles that don't meet those standards that's what they're saying so the old cars can stay is what they're saying so that'll be we'll, we'll be like i think i just thought we'll be like cuba where they drive these old cars from the 1940s and 50s and they keep them running you know by hook or by crook because they can't get new ones we're going to be like that now we're going to be a third world nation you know, for everything but like mail-in ballots you're going to you're going to do a, a recount of the mail-in ballots that's such a stupid thing it's so stupid because they've already taken all the original ballot all the original information and botched it and thrown it out a recount's are just going to give you the same count over and over again it's not going to go back you need a forensic recount which you can't have because they destroyed all the original data see these are these are the things that that you don't know what's going on because just like you know electric bulbs you know that, that can't meet a certain standard and, you know the ballots are the same way your ballot's going to be legitimate even if it's they've been cheating it you know they're going to be cheating and they're going to make sure that they throw out the raw data so you can't ever you know you can't ever get a valid count for your for your election but I'm going to think about this because you know there's a couple things they're trying to do they're trying to you know they can't ban guns the legislature the uh, the the it's an interesting uh, workaround for the democrats and for the liberals and crazies in the country you know they wanted to ban guns but you can't ban guns because guns like you have a constitutional right to own a gun you know what the constitution forgot folks anybody anybody they gave you a constitutional right to own a gun but they didn't give you a constitutional right to own the ammunition now there's a couple ways they can get around they can screw you on that one so the first way is in Pennsylvania, what they want to do is they want to force the ammunition makers to put a serial number on an individualized serial number on every bullet and every and every shell casing per say a box of fifty or whatever each one would have would, would be serialized. We can't do that. You know what that would cost to do? Plus, if you do it in only one state, they're just not going to sell ammo in the state. But they actually had a bill in for that. I hope it dropped out. I'm sure it did. I hope it did. That's how they're going to get us, folks. What about if they say, "Look, uh, you know, pick pick your uh, caliber, whatever caliber they're going to use in different different guns." They could say, "Look, there's a um, uh, you can you can sell any any kind of ammunition you want, but it's got to be under so many feet per second or so many whatever." Guess what? You're going to get rid of all the high-powered rifles. Because now you can't buy ammunition for it. They never said they're going to ban the gun. They just ban the ammo that makes it work. This is what we're looking at coming up. It's going to happen, folks. I'm telling you right now. They're not going to ban all of it, at least not initially. They're going to ban the ammo for the uh, ARs, AKs, and, and, and anything that they don't like. They'll find, And they won't ban it. They'll just, again, say that you can't self-manufacture any ammunition that doesn't meet these criteria you know right you don't want to lose your fourth amendment right for unreasonable search and seizure either but yeah you know they're trying to get rid of guns and that's how they're going to do it now how they're going to get around the corporations that's that's the other thing 
you know, I was thinking about these, we were talking about vaccinations earlier. You know, the flu vaccine is between 5 and 15% effective. Yet the vaccine manufacturers are making a billion dollars a day practically on this stuff in the fall and in the spring for something that doesn't work. I go and get it. I mean, I don't know why I still get the flu vaccine, but I do. I don't know why. I've been getting it for, for years. And yet it's making the it's making the corporations and the and the um what do you call it, the drug companies tons and tons of money. And, and the auto manufacturers, they're all excited about, you know, they're all excited about you know flu shot, right? It's not a vaccine, it's a virus. You're right. Thank thank you for correcting me, Eric. You know, they're they they the auto manufacturers love electric cars too. Because electric cars mean that everybody's got to buy a new vehicle. What does that mean for the automobile manufacturers? Oh, man. It's like when the TVs went to ASC TV from the, from the NTSC in America. Everybody had to buy a new television. Well, guess what? Now they're going to go to with ASC TV 3. What they did now is they said, you don't have to buy a new TV. But guess what? We're going to change the standard because it's, it's nicer to have a pretty picture plus they but they don't tell you and i said this when they first years ago in 2020 i think it was i don't know not 2020 20 2000 2002 or whatever when they first came out with this digital crap i said you know what they're going to try to plant in a digital rights management where they can charge you for content and guess what they want to do with this new tv standard folks that's exactly what they're going to do so now you won't be able to watch TV on your bunny ears. And if the if the federal government says, well, you got to provide some free TV, they're going to put in garbage, you know, horrible sitcoms and just garbage. And then if you want to pay for, you know, 20, 30, 40, $50 a month, you can actually watch real TV. This all rolls back to what I've been saying all along. Corporate America has failed us. Yeah, they're all garbage networks. You're right. ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, all garbage. Eric's right. But still, at least you can put something on and you know, fall asleep to it or whatever. But you know, they're taking away everything we've got little by little and charging us monthly. I mean, they want to charge monthly for everything. You know, Corporate America has failed us. They have gotten in bed with the wrong people. You know, but you've got to you've got to dig deep. You got to dig really deep if you want to know the truth. The truth is, they will almost always give you a piece of the puzzle, just enough to scare you. And if you watch ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, any of these TV news stations. You're going to get a piece of the puzzle. Folks, I want, to, I want you to look at the map. We got off the podcast tonight. I want you to take a look at the map and look at what percentage of Ukraine is being affected by the war with Russia. You're not going to believe it when you look at it. It's literally 5%. 5% of the entire nation. And it was a piece of what well, used to be part of the Soviet Union and everybody in that section is Russian. 
They got the answer to stop the war in Ukraine. You can stop the war in Ukraine tomorrow, folks. You stop the war in Ukraine by just giving the Russians that little piece of Ukraine that they want. You're not going to change the country any. Seriously. You know, it's just crazy. You got, yeah, the messaging is controlled through the local stations. I mean, just everything. It's it's all, you know, they're 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 just talking about things, but giving you just a piece of that puzzle. That's the problem. And if you look at it and you think about it and you do your own research, you'll find that they've been lying to us all along. The parent companies, what's controlling the messaging? See, we've got, you know, they they, they had it right I mean, years and years ago when Karl Marx came up and he was saying, he talked about the corporations and corporate America. He had it right. You got to read. If you haven't read Karl Marx, you got to read Karl Marx because he had it right on the money. The big corporations just want to control the, the working population. They want to use you just, just to generate their profit. And once robots take over that, then they want to put in, instead, what they will put in is a fixed income. You see everybody has fixed income that everybody gets, a livable income. They want to do that because if they do that, then you're getting a, a fixed income and you can then buy their goods. So essentially, you know, it's kind of, it's really kind of interesting, actually. I'm not, I'm not in favor of it, obviously. But when you think about it, you know, it, it actually, it actually kind of makes sense if everything's, if everything is, is uh, robots take doing everything. Then you're buying, and you're buying their goods. Isn't that the same form of commerce, basically? Except you don't have to do any work. All you have to do is buy your stuff but now they can limit what your fixed income is going to be and you won't be able to make any money so you people don't think about that so now you will all be on that poverty level that they have in china you know and yeah the media media are they, they spew lies and disinformation as a it's a big sell what they what what the media looks at is what you know what will sell advertising and what will keep them out of trouble? But it, it's not doing a country a, 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 any kind of justice. It's really horrible. They decide what we're going to believe. They decide what we're going to think, what we're going to feel. Remember the old Outer Limits show? We control all that you see and hear. We control the horizontal. We control the vertical. That's what it is, folks. And, you know, I don't know where it's headed. It's a very exciting time to live in. It's a terrible time to live in, but it's, you know, it's the end times for sure. We're all in for a great glory when, when the end times come for sure. But it's really kind of crazy. You know, it's, we don't know where anything is headed, but it's, it's not it's not good right now. The stock market and the stock market was crazy. So so they they raise the they raise the interest rates, you know, so many points, and the stock market goes down. Then they lower the interest rates and the stock market goes down. All right, what's the story with that? You know, I don't get it, folks. You know, don't know what's good and what's bad anymore, and what works and what doesn't work. We just got to ride the wave and try to keep our eyes open. But the big thing to remember is that you need to sleuth the truth, which is, again, the topic of this whole show. 
and figure out for yourself what is really going on. You know, go out there and just stick it up and see what you can find on it. Best of times or worst of times, tell two cities, right, Joanne? Absolutely. A lot, a lot of those books out there that you know that we're talking about the future. I'll tell you, they were so true, and everything's coming just the way they said. All right, so just a reminder now: next week, next Thursday, we will not be here. There is no podcast next Thursday. Politically incorrect. Next Thursday, we'll be at the fairground selling books. Thank you, Marilyn. And. Yeah, Nielsen's not all just cracked up to be. You're absolutely right. It can't be because, it, you know, it's ridiculous. Anyway, topic for another night for that one. But anyway, yep, no top, no podcast next week. We will be at the fair, assuming I don't drop dead first for Eric, who came in late, or anybody who's listening offline. I've got some terribly sick, and I don't know what it is. It wasn't the COVID, but it is bad, and I'm just hoping it disappears and goes away. So uh, say a little prayer if you can, that your podcast host stays alive. <laughs> and... Oh, on the October the 11th coming up is going to be my birthday. So we have to do a birthday special on, on whenever October 11th comes. When is, when is um, let's see, yours truly, uh, Eric's birthday is 18 days away. Let's see. Uh, let me take a look here in my calendar and see the, uh, when is it October? Well, we, we can do a, a birthday thing for me. We'll do one for Eric too. October the 11th is my birthday. That's a Wednesday, unfortunately, but we'll do a birthday special for that. So there you go. Folks, appreciate you coming by tonight. You know, God bless every one of you and stay safe. Keep the truth online and keep coming back for more. Bring your friends, bring your family. You all have a great weekend, a week, two weeks coming ahead. And uh, hopefully I, I'm not, I'm over my sickness by that. Yeah, I feel better. I, I got that, Joanne. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard to type sometimes on a screen. All right. So I'll see you all in two weeks. Two weeks. Do not forget. All right. Good night. God bless. Two weeks. We'll see you.